0: and welcome back to Send News, the podcast where we talk all about video games. We know them. We love them. My name is Brian. I'm your host. Here's the rest of the bunch today. I'm Evan Campbell
1: at Darth Burrito. What's up? I'm ready to talk about video game news every week. I know you're waiting for it. Uh, and also, Amir's here. What's up, Amir?
2: Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Amir. <laughs> nice
1: throw H- to How Amir. y'all doing? I feel like <laughs> yeah, he, it's been that. a while since we've
2: we seen you, so I
1: just wanted to give you a little, yeah. little bump. <laughs> So we've well, got, thank you. I appreciate we've got that.
0: some 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 decent news to talk about uh, this week. Uh, Halo Infinite. There's been a lot of of smoke and fire around this game over the last couple of weeks. There's been rumors. There's been innuendos. There's been cries of fake news. And and then there's been a kind of a management shakeup. So it's a um, it's a, a, a there's. I, I, it, it seems like it's having a bumpy ride to say the least. And uh, yeah. if, if you haven't heard, I'll, I'll kind of fill you in. There were there were some rumors that came out earlier in the week that uh, the game might be delayed a, a, as far as, away as 2022 and Jeez. that it ran like crap on current gen hardware. <laughs> and as a result, Microsoft was considering completely dumping it Uh, on the Xbox one and just making it next gen for the Xbox series X um, that quickly set the internet on fire and and Microsoft (laughs) denied it or three, four, three rather denied it, said it wasn't true. But uh, then later they announced a big management shakeup and that they were bringing in some, uh, you know, some legends of halo to kind of, Get the game back on track. Friend of the show, Jason Schreier at Bloomberg, uh, reported this. And the big news is obviously that Joseph Staten is uh, returning. He was a huge part of the early uh, uh, Halo games. Helped, you know, with the writing, directed some cutscenes, basically guided a lot of the the early kind of the best Halos. Uh, so he is coming back to be the project lead for the campaign. Seems like a very big job. To have, and oh, then they're, yeah. al- they're also bringing in Pierre Hints, uh, head of the publishing team. He's been over uh, the Master Chief Collection, but he's going to be the project lead for the free to play, basically the multiplayer version. So those are big positions to fill uh, kind of this late in the game.
1: It is so much pressure to put all of that on two people, like two big, big shakeups and just, just, (laughs) I I don't know. Like there's so many different takes for the story. You could say like, oh, maybe this is just public facing. So we can help quell the super fans and say like, hey, we've got somebody from the old school coming in to help us. And and maybe it's like public facing in that way. But even so, regardless of what happens, that is so much pressure to put on one or two people to say, like, you are going to save Halo Infinite because...
2: You are solely responsible yeah. for pulling our asses out of this yeah. fire, please, yeah. for the love of God.
0: You're either going to be the hero or the goat, and not the yeah. greatest of all time goat, <laughs> the bad goat, the yeah, goat the that gets blamed, yeah. Yeah. the scapegoat, yeah. right. exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean,
0: I'm sure they're making decent money on this, but yeah, you're right. That's uh, that's a pressure cooker because it's Halo... It's their biggest franchise. They know they need a good one. You know, it, 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 it not everything is riding on this, but a lot is riding
2: on Well, this. I mean, to be fair, this was kind of like their big, uh, like when, when they were initially, you know, teasing the, the new console, like it was like, this is the new Halo machine. Yeah, right. Halo is going to be the thing that's on this thing. And if you don't have Halo, like, you know, what do you got? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of great games on the new Xbox console, but this is like your flagship title. This is what was going to from, possibly yeah. sell your console
0: from the so beginning have... of the Xbox. This it was the place where you could play Halo. The only exactly. place at the time. Yeah,
1: The Halo adapter was a big term that was used in my friend group. I don't know about y'all, but like, <laughs> yo, did you get that Halo adapter yet? And that was the game that you played, I guess. Oh. I, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's funny. But, but I, I wonder about, I know, Brian, you wrote both of these Halo stories for the Daily, um, the mo- two recent ones we did. And I wonder about how, what you, and you also, Amir, what you're feeling about, uh, would you think they would really drop uh, Halo Infinite from Xbox One?
2: Um, do I think that they actually would?
1: Yeah, because there was a lot of promise around the cross-gen aspect of it. Right. Halo is obviously a huge flagship title. And they had that big announcement before one of their summer games showcases, Mm -hmm. where they're saying like all the games we're going to show, these are are, our next gen stuff is also going to be cross gen. You're going to be able to play it on either console, and then you get the upgraded version, et cetera, et cetera. And we later found that that wasn't necessarily true in every single case. But I just find it really hard to believe that for Halo, a very like strongly Microsoft branded like flagship title. That they wouldn't have with those like all of the Xbox features. Like you're gonna get it on X Cloud. You're gonna get it maybe a Game Pass. I forget what they said about that, but you know, and then you would get the cross-gen version of it, right? Like hitting all of those boxes that they're trying to move into the the new generation with. So it's just right. it's yeah. hard for me to like. I know that one was reported as just a rumor, but. And, and and it's easy to see how like executives talking in a in a boardroom or something, and that information gets leaked. There's so much stuff like that that probably right, happens on right. the day to day that we just don't right. know about, and right. it could become oh, a news story. But it just it never, you know, that maybe that's never just going to happen. I, I'm just wondering what the viability is. You think?
2: Yeah, I mean, if the the thing that sucks is like, and again, you know, I mean, Halo is their flagship title. I feel like you would want everything to go right with this game. And to have, like, all these issues and then the possibility of you having to upgrade to play it is, I don't know, it's, it's just a little weird. I, I think they should definitely almost, like, prioritize uh, having the ability to play it on previous-gen consoles. But, I mean, I, I think it might be, like, digital only or wasn't it something like that? I think I saw. I don't know if I'm, I'm misremembering that. But, yeah, I think it's super important to, to get this work. Because there, there's a lot of people who, like, wait a while before upgrading to the next console, since like typically when on launch day the consoles yeah. have so many issues. There's right. a lot of people that wait, so you're, you're you're essentially you know you're getting rid of a lot of your player base there if that is what ends up happening.
1: Especially if rumors are true about limited supply for next gen boxes, right. for Xbox and PS5.
0: If if it were the old days, they would just release it for the new console. And say, yeah, too bad. You gotta you gotta buy this if you want to yeah. play Halo Infinite. But it'll be out on PC too. Uh, I assume. No, I, um, I I I think in a, it would be the easiest solution for them right now to just make it uh, next gen. I, but I think you're right. They have made. Uh, they've made backwards compatibility and and being device agnostic, such a big part of their identity over the last couple of years, they've kind of painted themselves in a corner to where if they come out now and say, yeah, it's just for Xbox series X and PC, everybody's going to be like, but you've been telling us for years, we would be able to stick with the Xbox one or a one X and and we'd be able to play these games. So I, I think I, I, I'll bet they have talked about it. I don't think it's actually going to happen, Yeah, you know, um, I, I, but you're, you're kind of screwed in a way because <laughs> yeah, you, you uh, this is supposed to be like the, you know, the future of halo going forward. It's going to be the, the kind of the foundation they build on. And yet you're having to take into account a much, you know, a, a seven-year-old console in those plans. So um, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's tough <clears throat> You know, I, I think that's a tough balancing act. I mean, I'm sure they'll figure it out. They got smart people working on it. But oh, yeah, it, it, it's um, I, I think they're in a I think they're in a pickle. I think when people didn't like the graphics, they were like, oh, crap, we've got to <laughs> do something. I think that's why it got delayed. Um, yeah. And, and but I yeah. mean,
2: on the other side of that, I feel like it's maybe a good thing. I mean, well, no, it definitely is a good thing that it's being delayed because you know at the end of the day you'll just get a a much better product and i mean i feel like with the the graphical issues i don't think that's necessarily a problem i've seen a lot of people that actually like it because it's a little bit more kind of like a return to form you know what i mean it's just like it looks like an old school game and it looks almost intentional like you can kind of they can they can kind of pass with that like no we're just it looks like a looks like an xbox game (laughs) yeah (laughs) we meant to do that so I,
1: I think that's really fair. I think the other thing here is I, the, the the thing I do want to talk about is what what your perceived launch dates are for this, and and I th- I do see a world where we could get like maybe Halo Infinite comes to Xbox One first, and they're like this is just this is the Xbox One version and we're really going to work on the, the the next gen version, the Series Maybe. X version yeah. to, to really they spruce it up. The, and you're going to get it 5. for free, right? Like it's it's coming. Yep. You're going to get that upgrade for free. Don't even sweat it. And they just end up making two different versions of that game. I think that's right. one solution they could do. I mean, and the other one is they just stick it out and say like, hey, this is our transitional cross-gen title. And and yeah, the, the feeling is if they ditch that old one, then they can make, you know, the, the Halo Infinite experience on next gen like the best as it could possibly be. But yeah. it seems like they've got a lot going on with with you know the uh, X Cloud and like server based systems and, and everything. So I, I could see them, you know, going the other way with it and splitting it. Totally. I,
0: I, I think it was a smart move to bring Joseph <laughs> Staten back in. Staten I don't I don't know how he pronounces his last Jason name. Jason St- <laughs>
1: Joseph St- Statham. It's <laughs> Jason Statham's <laughs> old, Jason, younger Jason brother. Jason Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham <laughs> is gonna save Halen. <laughs> what a headline that would be. Uh, but but Staten Staten,
0: Staten Staten is a legend in in Halo, and everybody's been happy about this. Uh, you know, uh, I I don't know. I I think that's that was a smart. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily a PR move. I mean, he's he's gonna be responsible for this, and he just shipped. Uh, Tell me why, which literally came out this week on Thursday. So he doesn't get a break at all. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, but but. I think that it is kind of funny for all Microsoft's talk of, oh, we don't care what device you buy just as long as we're buying, you're buying the games and, oh, exclusives. Yeah, well, we, we you know, we might put stuff on Switch or we might put, you know, all this other stuff. Boy, they really care about this exclusive. I yeah, mean, yeah. this is, you know, uh, I they mean, want to make this a great game, which is good. Yeah. And taking more time is, I don't know. I'd rather have a good slow game than a rush bad one. For totally. sure. Yeah, and, and
2: I feel like having. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, was, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say. I, I think having good exclusives is super important right now, especially going up against like a total behemoth like Sony with you know right. their exclusive. It's like, you know, I can't really see Sony having any issues. I mean, they they might. They very well. They could. Um, but I mean. It's it really is going to be the generation of exclusives because that is what this previous generation has been. Um, so it's super important <laughs> to get to get their exclusives in order.
0: Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I mean, you can bet that Sony's going to do exactly what they did with the PS4 because it worked. Why wouldn't they? I mean, the PS4 right. was a beast in terms of exclusives. That's what won them this war. Uh, the the current gen. Um, and and Microsoft can talk about services and and cloud gaming and all of a sudden how great Game Pass is, you still need games. And they can't all be multiplats, as they learned this generation. And content is
1: king, right? Like That's what's going to push your consoles at the end of the day, uh, having titles, having a reason to buy that that box. Um, And I think you bring up a good point too, Amir, is that even if they were having trouble, we're not hearing about it, right? This is the first time I can remember hearing like, this much, uh, that there's this much turbulence in the water, yeah, yeah. you know, for a major game like this. I mean, sometimes you hear yeah. it about Rockstar games, but it's usually about, like, working conditions or something. It's not about, like, the, don't worry, the game is going to be fine, but, like, you know, we're <laughs> yeah. drilling everybody into the ground At to make it happen. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but but this is the first time, and, and it's probably because of the way that it showed that we're all kind of implying that, you know, it's having a shaky development. But, yeah, I can't right. remember a Halo game or, like, a Mario game, obviously. You've never heard, like, oh, this is looking bad, because... Um, I guess for Mario they just wasn't it Halo
2: 2 right. wasn't it I think uh, I saw like Halo 2 went through like a really rocky development
0: yes I, I mm. think they I, I remember hearing an old interview I forgot who it was at Bungie but said that I think it was Halo 2 that almost killed the studio like it was <laughs> yeah. so it was so <laughs> hard that, the development yeah. and the crunch were so bad it was right, overscoped
1: too right it was like a yeah, large part of the problem
0: yeah it, it just so much stuff you don't see I, boy and if you don't think there's some uh, heavy work hours going on right now yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, you're wrong. Uh, I, I, that's the other thing. You know, uh, these budgets just get bigger and bigger and bigger, and they always talk about game development. You know, uh, uh, maybe not being sustainable because there's just so much. Uh, there's so many people now, and so many uh, hours and years involved, and so much money. And I think, yeah, it's it's hard for Halo Infinite, and then co- add COVID on top of that, and everybody have to work remotely. I think just a perfect storm of things hit it. To, to kind of create i, I don't know if it's a, a, a i don't know if a mess would be the right word but it's it's just having issues yeah, yeah. and I think delivering every, on people's expectations that too totally. and,
1: I, and probably every game goes through some version of this and just a lot of it it usually isn't public so yes that's right yeah. that's the part of the part of it the equation for me that's like oh when it's public then you know it's like kind of really bad
2: i guess or yeah. worse than you would assume well i do appreciate the transparency yeah. in any in any uh any kind of you know m- media company uh where it's just you know like hey we're making this thing it's not uh going so well but yeah. it it'll be done <laughs> just so you guys know uh that we're not rushing this thing and, uh, and, so I do and, I do appreciate the transparency and there.
0: and also uh yes they're saying right now that it's going to be delivered in 2021 but they don't know that for sure it could yeah. very well get bumped to 2022 like god you, it's not like you can say for certain this is game development. This stuff gets bumped all the time, so mm. it, it, you know, I, I, I do think, uh, you know, it's a bummer that we're not going to get it this holiday, and that it's much further off. I think than than they led us to believe, uh, especially because literally they showed it at the July <laughs> showcase less than three weeks later. The up, oh, we're we're delight. So yeah. did yeah. they know, and they, they had just to. sort of. Did they know, killing. or 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 was it that the reaction they took the reaction to heart and were like, yeah, we can't, we can't ship this right now?
2: Uh, yeah, it, it. I mean, it could be the former, but I feel like it's most likely the latter because I mean, like the they they might have known and then they might have just like showed it off, like, yo, we need something to promote this damn console. Exactly. Here's a yeah. uh, new Halo. Look, yeah. it's it's great. It's gonna be so good, guys. I swear. And then you know. They're like, oh no, we need more time. Or, I mean, yeah, very well could just be like everybody's making fun of Craig, and they all just like, <laughs> tell yeah. shit, we need to fix or Craig. Craig. <laughs> and if yeah. they hadn't,
0: if they hadn't included it, everyone would the the only thing that would have been talked about was where was Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. uh, and if they had announced that the thing that it got delayed, that would have overshadowed everything. Everything. So marketing wise, I, I guess I can, you know, see why they did it. Yeah. Um, even if they knew even if they knew like yeah this isn't there's is no way this is going to happen like let's let's deal with that another day let's let's hide the bad news for now
1: yeah yeah totally
2: sweep it um, under the rug
0: exactly all right uh let's talk uh speaking of microsoft they uh, jumped into the big epic apple fight uh as you know <laughs> epic and Yeah, they they tagged in. Uh, Epic and Apple have been in uh, a war over uh, the iOS store. Apple pulled Fortnite after Epic started letting people buy V-Bucks through Epic directly instead of uh, going through the iOS store and and, uh, the app store rather and letting Apple take their 30% cut. Uh, Tim Sweeney has taken this on as a cause that he's not going to back down from Epic sued and then uh, Apple uh, responded by saying, we're going to cut off support for Unreal Engine for everybody. Uh, and then Epic filed for a restraining order and a judge recently <laughs> granted that. So, uh, but Fortnite is still down, but I guess everybody can still use the, the unreal engine on, uh, on an Apple products. And then Microsoft came in and kind of filed a thing in support of, yeah, keeping unreal engine support saying like, yeah, we use this engine. A lot of people do. It's going to be a big hassle. If you, if you remove support for this, a judge agreed. So that's kind of the latest development um, and then uh, yeah Tim Sweeney has been all over Twitter today just sort of ripping into Apple I think uh, this week was the last week that uh, basically you could play Fortnite uh, on well you can still I guess if you have a phone you can play it, but you can't get the latest update
1: which is uh, of course mm. they just announced this week as the well mar- the yeah. season I think it's season four which is which is Marvel themed it's Avengers cross X-Men which is like huge right? massive yeah right? yeah
0: and they're fighting Galacticus, it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, really, just the timing of this couldn't have been more planned out. I mean, it seems a lot more premeditated than we originally... I mean, we kind of knew because they had that trailer ready to go. Epic had that trailer, like that mocks the, the old Apple commercial yeah. trailer ready to go and all that. They had the lawsuits ready to go. Right. So they're really ready to dig their their heels in. And again, we, we've kind of talked about this. It's under not necessarily the guise of antitrust because you know, if Epic does win this fight, it is a win for for antitrust uh, laws overall uh, because Apple definitely does have a very strong market presence in the mobile space. Uh, maybe the strongest, I, I yeah. think, would be easy to argue. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think it's it's everybody's looking at this. It's not just games anymore. It's like, it's, it's multi-million dollar companies, like every trillion dollar company, billion dollar company. Yeah. Everybody's got their eyes peeled on this story to see what happens with this fight. And, and I think Microsoft definitely is going to weigh in you know because they they just had problems getting their xcloud app up on the on the iOS right and they want that right. they want to be in that ecosystem um yeah. and and yeah i, I don't know like <laughs> it gets weird cuz you think about apple and the ios and the app store is definitely their product and it is very much a walled garden but at what point They've they become so massive that they have such a large share of the mobile market that right. like it is right. almost it is a monopoly in a lot of ways. So right. um, and right. they are controlling sure. a lot of the shots and taking all of the cuts. So mm-hmm. yeah, somebody needs to take them down a peg, I guess. It, it doesn't, other than us not having access to games, it's not going to affect the end end users like too too much. But the company's abilities to make money, uh, I think, is like part of the the bigger issue here, right? Like the Epic's ability to take, you know, a cut or a a larger cut of, of the things that they're making and the products are responsible for, I think is, is like the issue at at hand really.
0: Yeah. I think Sweeney has a, just a big problem with that, that 30% cut. He had the same issue with steam. Uh, it's, it's the main thing he cited when uh, he started the Epic game store saying it's too much. We're only going to charge was it twelve percent or eighteen percent, something like that, um, and, and basically saying that yeah, you're 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 taking money away from developers, and you're just as this giant corporation, uh, you're gonna you're you're taking just too much of that pie. I'm sure he feels the same way about Apple, and yeah, I mean he's he said and he basically sent an email to Tim Cook and Apple other Apple executives at two a.m. saying what they were going to do with selling V-Bucks directly and, and basically signed <laughs> off by saying, we're, we're prepared to fight this for years, if necessary. Wow, yeah. Man. So
2: is it, I mean, is this necessarily about getting a bigger cut? Because I, I feel like, I mean, a company like Apple and a company like, or sorry, a company like Epic and a company like Microsoft, uh, I I mean, who might I to say? Like, I'm sure they're, they very well would love more money. But I mean, it, this is just more about like the... The principle of it, right? Just like the fact that the Apple is just taking a bigger slice of their pie—that's just that's like their main issue, right? Because seems... I mean, when it comes to all this like legal speak, it's all so confusing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so now it's it's like I'm so confused about what exactly, like what exactly do they want out of this. Like, what is what is their goal? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it. it uh, I, he, Tim Sweeney would argue that they are from sort of they are for more open platforms Hmm. uh, that they're, they're fighting for, for this, uh, um, you know, basically just to get rid of what he would call like kind of a monopoly, which is what he would argue. Apple is running. However, Epic has gotten very, you know, uh, protective of the Epic game store and the exclusive deals they sign and people always bring those up. So yeah, you could argue that, um, uh, they're kind of talking out of both sides of their mouth. Uh, yeah, he said right. recently on Twitter, a big part of Apple's growth comes not from creating things, but from building paywalls in front of the work of others.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, so yeah, I think it is partly... I, I, it definitely stems from the money side of, of it, right? Because like your executives, your your legal team, your marketers, everybody's looking at the cuts they could be receiving, saying, like, we could be twice as rich if Apple wasn't taking all this money. You know? <laughs> yeah. So that's definitely what what gives them the the power in, in a corporation to say, hey, we're gonna go after Apple and we're gonna go hard. Nobody's gonna sign off on that unless the ability to make money is there. Um and you have also the money to kind of like draw that fight out. I think um right. another good thing about intention, um, even on this podcast I mentioned, I thought not like, you know, initially when the story started rolling out about Epic kind of going up against Apple, we thought that like maybe they're just, you know, puffing up their chest, you know, t- dragging them into court so that they could get a better cut. But I think there was a tweet by Tim, C- Tim Sweeney who said like, oh, yeah, we're not going to take a deal on this. We we basically just want the wall to come down uh, in a way where we feel comfortable about being able to put our products on that store and be able to make money for the things that we're making. Right. But
0: but yeah, I, I mean like Google that. does that with yeah, the that Play Store. And, and I mean, so do the console maker. I mean, they have their own, everybody has their own little store on consoles. I, I don't know. It's, it's uh, you know, I, I feel like lots of people do this to some degree. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's interesting that he kind of, tra- but yeah, Apple's huge. I mean, and, and maybe there he's just going after the biggest dog in the yard and to try to take them down because it is true. Uh, I think you made this point of it. Like, if he wins this suit, there's going to be massive ramifications. Yeah. Uh, across across board, everything. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. Steam, Steam will get, uh, Steam Store will come back. XCloud will get in there. Like Xbox. Uh, right. In terms of of Game Pass and stuff might even work there. Like, there's so many different things uh, that they can have access to. And and when you talk about, like, yeah, you're right. Like, consoles and stuff do have their own exclusive stores and things like that. And they, they have different kind of legal terms and processes for that stuff. Um, they're not, uh, I, they're all pretty strict, right, in terms of certification, what you need to do to get a game up on there. But I right. think the major difference is probably just the install base. Like, it's not even close. The amount of people who have consoles versus the amount of people that own a phone is just, like, True. Not even close. That's a good right? point. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's the that's the fight, right? It's like it, it, like a phone is almost like you know it's it's internet, it's water at this point. It's like everybody has <laughs> one, and, and you want to have access to to those people, and not having access to like over you know half of the mobile market is going to be huge for any company, right? Even if you sold you know a game for one penny on that store, you're still going to be. Making tons and tons of money, right? Like exactly. you know, microtransactions and stuff, and obviously games sell for a lot more than that. So I think that's yeah. like a big, big part of the fight is, and, and, and maybe where they even have a case. It's just this. It's just a weird thing where Apple, as a company, as a hardware manufacturer, has become so successful that they just have so much control and so much cash on hand, and so much money. Yes, it's and, wild. And,
0: and, you know, it, it, it's also uh, Sweeney charging that, that basically they don't they don't make anything anymore. They just put up a paywall. That, that argument has been made against Steam too and Valve that mm-hmm. Steam got so successful and made so much money that it it just, it became Valve's main focus because it was yeah. just that 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 revenue they were bringing in was so huge and they kind of were the PC gaming space. I mean, they, you know, they have some smaller competitors, but nothing on the order of, you know, <clears throat> what Epic Game Store is already. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they're the majority, but... Lots of these companies take cuts. I mean Twitch, Twitch takes a <laughs> 50% cut like uh, of people's subs. I mean, you know, it's that's their business. Now, I mean, and you could say well, they're they're providing the, you know, all the infrastructure the for platform, you to do yeah. it. Yeah, but um maybe that argument's a little bit harder to make when you're just being a middleman between the developer and the customer. And
1: also outside yeah. the terms of service, right? Like uh standard practices and stuff on Twitch, they're not telling you what you can and can't. Do really like you can have a stream, but they're not gonna. I don't know, it gets weird. It's just hard enough. No, they think.
0: police, I mean, they you know, yeah, so you, they're
1: you terrible about like what their terms and conditions are for, yeah. for like uh policy in terms of like what's acceptable and what's not on their platform. Right. But if like, um, I don't know, but like any game or streamer can go on there and stream basically whatever game they want, like that's True. Not, I, I, maybe yeah. it's just a bad, <laughs> bad. I can't like connect the dots in my mind, so maybe not <laughs> so, about.
2: so like hypothetically speaking, if Apple were to uh let down their hair (laughs) and let these companies climb up um and essentially give in to their demands or whatever i feel like that would uh, i mean that would open up the mobile market a lot more and get more people playing games on their phone right i mean i'm not a mobile gamer I i don't play games on my phone but i mean that would essentially open up that market more right and that that's, is that kind of their goal? Just so I'm understanding this. Cause I mean, I, again, I no it's, it's, I'm
0: fair. Totally yeah, able to I, think, legal I, think, I think Sweeney looks at it as, yeah, we're going to, basically they're kind of running since iOS is so widespread. They're, they're operating kind of a, a this walled garden, this monopoly. We're going to get rid of it, make it, I don't know. Yeah. Open to every So anybody can put anything on it. I, you know, but, uh, Apple would argue, no, we we deserve that thirty percent. Yeah, mm. yeah. I wonder, gotcha. like,
1: yeah. And uh, to be clear, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what the the true purpose is either. Maybe they're happy if that that cut goes down to to twenty or something. Maybe right? Are they looking for a yeah. lower cut? Are they just yeah, looking for exactly. a lower cut? Or yeah. yeah, but my my guess would be that. You know, th- there's three companies that have obviously struck out on being able to get their game store on uh, an iOS device, right? Between Microsoft, between Valve, um, and probably now Epic, who probably wants that. My goal is like something like that down the line is is maybe like a much bigger cash cow for them than just yeah. having yeah. that better cut. But but even for Fortnite, I think that money is pretty huge. It's huge for Epic. I don't know if it's huge for Apple, right? The millions of dollars or whatever.
0: I I mean, <laughs> yeah. when it when it came to challenging Steam and when they launched the Epic Game Store, I mean, I think Sweeney has said. our problem is the cut they're taking. Mm -hmm. We're only going to take 12%, which is a ton less, uh, because we think this is the the sort of appropriate amount. And and he's kind of said, you know, if they lower their revenue split, we're not going to do exclusives anymore. We'll sort of look at, you know, not doing them. So that at least when it came to Steam, that was his beef. Yeah. that they were taking too much.
1: I I love all of this. I I love when like a uh, a corporate's will and might can be manifested behind <laughs> one man's just like ego and like presence <laughs> yeah. and ideal. I mean, I don't love it in some ways because obviously there's could be terrible results if you look at someone like Elon right. Musk or something. But like in the, the video game beef. I think is just so much more real for me when someone's like I have w- even when Gabe Newell was doing this and, and taking, you know, Valve, they remember Steam boxes were going to be a thing because Windows 9 or Windows 10 or whatever wasn't like, game oh, right. Friendly. Yeah. Right. So. So, yeah, I mean, if another company's going to jump in on this, I could see Valve kind of jumping into the bandwagon. Like, what a world that would be where Microsoft, Valve and Epic just team up to try and take take the beast. But I don't know.
0: I don't know if Epic's Valve's favorite company. Totally. Right now, but, yeah. 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 I, I think it is funny, though. Like, I think in the case of Sweeney, I mean, he is epic. He's the controlling, you know, he is he the is boss. Uh, he is epic. It's but so cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but he is like the classic aggrieved nerd who feels like this is an injustice. I, and I am not going to stop until it's yeah. it's fixed.
2: <laughs> totally. Godspeed, um, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um.
0: All right. Let's move on and talk about. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. They had the big reveal, and uh, there was some controversy over the trailer. Uh, what do y'all What do y'all want to talk about?
1: I don't know. I, I guess maybe we can outline it a little bit more by saying there was... Um, oh, gosh, I always forget the guy's name. Last week I did this too. Yuri
0: Papanov, maybe? The Defector. The <laughs> yeah, the reviewed. Defector. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, yeah, <laughs> I guess the original story is that they used uh, footage from Tiananmen Square... Uh, in yeah. that original trailer and then um like it got blocked in china and it, and so they they pulled it down they pulled all the versions down replaced them with a minute-long trailer instead that removed that footage and so now there's been a lot of discussion about like you know activision is is now like uh you know at the whims of the chinese audience of the chinese government basically at this point because if they decided right. to block something you that know that was the
0: huge yeah. yeah and the the defector was yuri bezmanov bezmanov yeah. yeah sorry <laughs> Gotcha. no I just had My to worst. look it up I'm no better <laughs> yeah. uh
1: so yeah i I think there has also been like even in our own slack um, a lot of conversations about about yuri and, and uh the the kind of messaging that he has been used as, as I guess like people have said like red billing is like a uh, yes. someone with 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 you know complicated or not complicated but but right-wing leaning uh perspectives <clears throat> on on just like Political philosophy and, and ideals and stuff and and so the idea of using that person as a figure to like announce this new game might be Subjecting a lot of like young influential minds to like a new political stance and it just gets wild from there so I don't know, I think the main reason the trailer was pulled was because of, of the China stuff, because we do know that it was blocked by the Chinese authorities. That's like confirmed. Right, um, right. And, and that could be, and that's a major audience there. And and, and we have a history of, of Activision Blizzard doing things because of uh, the Chinese government in the past with Blitzchung, right? And, and Halo, or sorry, Hearthstone, the Hearthstone yeah. tournament where he <laughs> spoke out about riots that were ongoing in China during that time. So it, it it's like, it, that one is easy to connect the dots for,
0: right? Yeah, they do not play when it comes to the Tiananmen Square uh, protest mm-hmm. yes. and then the massacre. Like they absolutely, like that absolutely makes sense to me that they would block it because of that. Uh, uh, with Besmanov, yeah, he has, been, and some people have said. He was just a uh, uh, kind of a scammer that that, you know, uh, a lot of what he said was kind of B.S. And yeah, there's there's sort of some red pill ties there. So maybe they decided to, well, this this guy's more problematic than we thought. Let's let's just recut it and, you know, do something else.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, if that was the case, they would have taken him out entirely. There's plenty of like a. Uh, you know political writers and, and political thinkers that you could pull old interviews from from that time that could say like as powerful <laughs> stuff i like noam chomsky comes to mind i don't know i know people don't like it when you yeah. mix video games and politics but right. i mean right. here we are like th- this is a it, it's a cold war is like a highly uh you know it's a, it's a very large game and it, in its setting takes place in a very like uh, tumultuous t- tumultuous time politically um i mean i don't know not maybe not more so than now but like I don't know, I watched that trailer and I'm like, oh, this is clear. Trump is the sleeper. So I don't know. I didn't like, <laughs> I didn't take it the other way, right? Like I didn't feel like I got red pilled. I, I just like totally interpreted it the wrong way. <laughs> it's just because my lack of of education it, and knowledge about Pesmanov. Uh,
0: it does feel like a fairly you know standard. Like there's this there's this kind of spy that you know uh, is infiltrated the U.S. and we're we're kind of having to root out the spy. I mean it. it it feels to me like it's going to be pretty standard call of duty stuff yeah it like, yeah. looks you know. <laughs> awesome i, I they it released looks great yeah, yeah they released a new honestly, trailer
1: yesterday and it's yeah. and it's sick like it looks rad
2: yeah honestly the like i'm not a huge call of duty fan i i think it's just like the same thing every year but uh, when it comes to black ops i do like black ops because it's a little bit more grounded and like yeah. it feels more gritty like uh what which was it black ops 2? Or Black Ops One, where you like, you like get to play plays like JFK and like kill zombies.
0: Oh, that's you know right, zombie. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, um, like it was just I, I like that that like uh, I, I prefer the older political stuff as opposed to like the newer political stuff because like it just feels more vintage. I don't well, know, not not yeah. like in a not like from like a political standpoint, but just like because I mean. I, it's it's a video game, you know. hindsight like,
1: is twenty twenty too, right? Like, if you're going to talk about right. history in the past, it's a lot easier to take a stance and say who the winners were and what's right, right? What's yeah. wrong. Something exactly. that happened yet yeah.
0: yeah, decades and decades ago, and the Cold War it went on forever, and it yeah. was a hugely interesting. And I mean, there's a lot of you know, you have just two giant superpowers, you know, and all these little proxy wars and everyone, you know, and there's the threat of nukes and and just all this stuff. So like. Uh, there's there's rich ground there and lots of spying and yeah uh, black ops if you will
2: yeah and and uh the reason i was bringing up the whole jfk thing is because like i feel like you can kind of make like you you can you can make you can add to history and make it satire or make it like parody but still make it like really cool you know what i mean and i feel like black ops is usually pretty good to do that um I don't know. I, I I think obviously you know whatever whatever th- propaganda or whatever <laughs> that China gets mad about. I mean that's just, they're just gonna get mad about it. You know. Um, yeah. Th- doesn't surprise it me none at all.
1: Right. Yeah. They yeah. shouldn't have pulled that trailer, in my opinion. I think it's it's wild to to bend to the whims. I mean, even if the I don't know. I, at the yeah. bottom line, it's it's executives making the decision, saying we're gonna lose so much money if no one in China buys this game, and we won't be able right. to make another one or whatever. Right. But yes. At the same time, like, where do you draw the line of like? For integrity for your company uh, like i don't know like you, you can't just it's just it's baffles my mind like i, I it's hard for me to it, to know what to even a, say about it really but mm-hmm. also
0: it's a big corporation yeah they want to offend the uh smallest number of people possible yeah because at the end of the day they don't care they want to sell a lot of, yep. of <laughs> black ops cold war and yeah, they want yeah. to get everybody playing multiplayer and make their own little Fortnite. i mean I, that's their goal they could care which less.
2: is which is so funny cuz like i feel like if you make if you're making like a politically charged game and you but you don't want to offend anybody
0: <laughs> like, well, also, I feel like
2: politics is like the number yeah, one thing that would probably get somebody line. mad.
0: Yeah, yeah. No politics, but we're going to talk about the Cold War. Also, it's exactly. like a military shooter where it's like
1: Go USA, hoorah! They've changed in other yeah. Call of Duty games, like war crimes that the USA has committed to put them in a better light. Like, right? It's that's wild. a political.
0: Yeah. That's a political choice you're making. Very political. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And why
2: bend the knee? Like, why bend the? If you're already making the decision to like put out like a a very politically charged game why bend the knee afterwards? Like, why be like, all right, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what right. you're making. You spent all this time developing right. this thing and now
0: you're Hours just like, oh my bad. do it. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: That first trailer so was, was they did like a, like this cute little marketing tactic where they're like, oh, it's unlisted. You're going to find it the cool. link directly. Yeah. Right? They, but yeah. Yeah. but they
0: now I'm ARGs like, out of it. Wait, did they unlist
1: it? For, so like China wouldn't see it? <laughs> yeah. Like, is that why yeah. they did that?
0: <laughs> China's like, it's unlisted. We have no way to find it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: They're like,
0: what do you <laughs> want? It's unlisted. What? We're baffled. <laughs>
2: yeah. We did our Nobody best. Nobody will we, find
0: it this way. Yeah.
2: We put our best our best hackers on the force. So they could not find this unlisted video.
0: Did they announce a release date yet? I think I heard somebody say November, but I don't know if I. It's got to it. be this year um, holiday season. Oh right? yeah 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 yeah. They wouldn't be. Talking oh, I'm that. sure. Yeah, but yeah. Um. All right. Let's uh. Real quickly, uh, talk about over. Uh, this is a little bit old, but the DC fandom. Uh, oh had yeah. a lot of stuff. And full disclosure, uh, their own, they have the same parent company we do. Uh, but there was a lot of you know uh gaming stuff that happened. I thought the new Batman trailer looked cool. Oh yeah. uh, what was what were y'all's highlights from it?
1: Oh, I think Suicide Squad, Justice League Must Die, is really kind of cool because I I heard the rumors of Rocksteady working on the Suicide Squad game, and it's like you can't put Suicide Squad against the Avengers. Like, if that was the thinking of, like, we're going to have this superhero squad game, because Avengers was rumored for a long time before it was oh, announced okay. by Square Enix. Yeah. You know, um and DC's, uh, like, counter to that with Rocksteady, the the pedigree there was like, oh, we're getting a Justice League game. That was the rumor for a long time. Yeah, And then it became Suicide Squad. And I was like, that seems much worse than a Justice League game. <laughs> <laughs> right. but that trailer was awesome. Like, it was really cool. Uh, I mean, the idea that it seems like the Justice League has maybe been mind corrupted or whatever by Brainiac and now it's up to the Suicide Squad to save the day. And I think I think that was probably my favorite thing. We didn't see gameplay. Um, I mean, Harley Quinn, King Shark, these uh, are not like my favorite characters by any means. Boomerang, like not at all. Uh, But I think it could be cool. It could be interesting. Uh, that's probably it, my favorite thing from the show.
0: Hey, man! Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> proved you can take like a bunch of C team players. Oh yeah, and, and then make like a super popular franchise. I mean, that was that was like, you know uh, such a low tier comic, uh, but then yeah, <laughs> the movies just you didn't know, they, brought them up?
2: Didn't they make a game like this like years ago back on like the PS3? Or am I imagining that? Mm, it was like an know. online. Online oh, DC shooter. DC Heroes
1: Online basically is was what, that what it was. It's, there's an MMO. Yeah. There's a DC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. DC Universe Online. D- oh, sorry. I yeah. Think. DC
2: Universe. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's it. Yeah. I, I don't know why that, that came to mind, but it's just funny because, like, Suicide Squad was, like, such a meme. You know what I mean? Like, for right. the. Oh, yeah. They, they like also the had. Jared Leto, Joker.
1: Right. Yeah. Failed movie, right? More yeah. or less. I
0: know people like it, but. I mean, it But didn't, it didn't, yeah, it yeah. set the world up. I, I, I'll i be interested to see the James Gunn one, though. Yeah, um, it seems exciting. It, and they kept James Margot
1: Robbie, you know, like the yeah, universe is yeah. shared. So they're like,
0: oh, we got something right, so let's just keep that part and change everything <laughs> yeah. else. She is <laughs> perfect as Harley Quinn. I mean, she nailed that character for all the mm-hmm. other bad casting in that. <laughs> she was fun. Uh, Gotham Knights was the other one, right?
1: Is that the name? I always mess it up but that that was the other game announced right it's like uh basically yeah, the destiny you know, yeah. batman game it's like a destiny game with the batman arkham series of mechanics and yep, they're saying co-op it's,
0: action yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. and they're saying it's not related to it's not like tied into the universe in a weird way except a lot of like games pundits have been saying like well there's all these things like the joker mask and batman's not in it and, and clearly it's tied to the universe but i imagine you're going to want to bring the joker in at some point as a villain to let that right multiplayer, as like a raid or something or or whatever but yeah i think there's a lot of talk around like does batman does a batman game need like these rpg mechanics with the numbers flying off the heads and let me just tell you when borderlands the first one came out people were upset about that like numbers flying heads. oh i from love heads. the numbers popping yeah off. and people and, getting <laughs> shot in the head and not dying and stuff but now everybody's playing destiny so come on like it's right fine.
0: it's it's, it's kind of standard now yeah. or or at least yeah. Yeah, a lot well, of
2: people do it i don't know i'm i'm uh, i'm on the other side of that uh like uh what was it Resident Evil resistance the game is ruined for me because of the numbers on the head. <laughs> it's, it's too 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 distracting. Is it really? For me. Well, oh, yeah, man. it's just like I, I think for me, it's like when you uh, when you take like a specific game mechanic, like or uh, video games mechanics that you're very well used to, and then you add something like yeah. just distracting and like the UI, especially uh, for Resident just,
0: Evil. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So it's just like I can't I can't look at this. There's too many too much shit happening on my screen. <laughs> so that, that was uh. But I feel like, yeah, like Destiny, like, I don't mind it because it makes sense, you know, like. In
0: the, yeah, in the uh, context of a looter shooter. Yeah. Yeah. It's all yeah, about it makes numbers. sense. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: I mean, yeah, Destiny and Border, Destiny, is, it's basically a game about watching numbers go up. That's the, <laughs> yeah. And I say that as a Destiny player.
2: Right. Yeah, totally.
0: Um All right, let's, uh, what else do we have in the news? Oh, are you stoked for RTX at home? I know we're doing a little bit different this year. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm stoked, you know, in this age of the pandemic, we're we're doing it remotely. But did you guys know Rooster Teeth joining forces with Samsung and AT&T 5G to kick off everything with a new RTX at home virtual event? Uh, very cool. It's going to take place uh, starting on September 5th. It's going to go through the 7th. Uh, and basically what they're doing as is, is part of this virtual event, they're creating a Ruby outdoor mural that you can add your own art to from home using the Mark Augmented Reality app. So that's going to be cool because that Ruby fans crazy. come up with some of the sickest art. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and of course, <laughs> Ruby being a, a show that you can watch on roosterteeth.com. And, and you yep. can see it all digitally, right? It's it's the, the joy and excitement of, of RTX
0: but from your home. Yeah, that's right. You just have to download the Mark app and you can make your own art uh again uh from september 5th uh, through the 7th and every night uh, the designs from fans are going to be projected onto the mural wall so you could see yours come to life on social very cool you could be like that's me use that on your resume (laughs) then now you gotta gotta credit yeah yeah (laughs) yeah if you're on the at&t 5g network at home you can access plus mode through the mark app so you get the highest res video and images uh and you can check out the new samsung galaxy note ultra 5g powered by at&t 5g um now we have to note at&t 5g requires a compatible plan and coverage is not in all areas but this galaxy note 20 ultra 5g also has 120 hertz adaptive display that automatically adjusts the refresh rate according to the content you're viewing that's pretty sweet and an, an intelligent battery Finally, that optimizes for your gameplay. Batteries are my biggest problem. <laughs> yeah. So that's good.
2: Batteries are usually pretty dumb, so it's nice to have a smart one. <laughs> exactly. it's pretty cool.
0: Um, so here's what you should do: head over to attcom note 20 ultra 5 g to learn how you can get the Samsung Galaxy Note 20 5G for free or the Galaxy Note 25G Ultra for $299.99 for a limited time. So yeah, go check that out and uh, definitely check out the RTX at Home virtual event because that looks really cool. Again, it starts on September 5th through September 7th, and uh, if you use the Mark AR app, you can uh put your own creation up there. So that's cool. And then next, let's talk about HBO Max, very near and dear to our hearts over here at Rooster Teeth. Now, look, I know we're we're in the still in summer and if you're like me, you're kind of bummed because there's no summer movies at least not in the theaters. But There's hope there's HBO max because they have a ton of content. If you're, uh, do you like studio Ghibli? Yeah. They got all 21 films exclusive to HBO max DC movies. They got them. Batman versus Superman, Aquaman, everything. Uh, they got Joker. Joker, Come on, get out of
2: Got here. Got the Joker?
0: Wedding Crashers, that's one of my favorite comedies ever. Uh, Wedding Crashers about is this.
2: the best DC movie ever.
0: <laughs> it is. <It's> some unsung <laughs> DC heroes, I yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, yeah, also Idiocracy, great comedy. <laughs> uh, Team America, World Police, The Hangover oh, Part 2. Uh, Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Oh, I love that. American mm. Pie, classic Uh, But yeah, it's uh, my favorite thing on HBO Max that I've watched three times is the documentary on Andre the Giant. It's so good, (laughs) so heartbreaking, uh, but just so well done. Um, So yeah, uh, here's what you should do. If you're interested in HBO Max, you can sign up for a free seven-day trial. That's for new subscribers only. Visit bit.ly slash hbomaxsend, all one word, bit.ly slash h-b-o-m-a-x-s-e-n-d to sign up for a seven-day free trial today all right let's get to the questions and uh, el pregunta's yeah uh this first one from alan hernandez alan asks what game do you wish you had no memory of so you can play it again for the first time. Oh, oh,
1: great question! That is an
2: excellent question. Maybe
1: Journey for me because that is just, just such a game that you that first experience is kind of wild, and mm. after that, it's still cool, but it it loses its luster a little bit. Yeah. So if you can hit the reset on that a couple times, I think it'd be pretty
0: good.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna say Red Dead Two. Mm. Red Dead Two. It's I still like need
0: a, to finish that. Don't. Oh. Spoil it. I, I won't. I won't.
2: I won't spoil it. But, like, after beating it, it was, like, such a good experience. Like, I loved that game, but I have no desire to go back and play. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's such a trek. Um, it was so, so yeah. yeah I was I,
0: I, I, that was the thing with me. And I, I, I love the, and I, I will finish it, but, yeah, it was so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it takes its time. And that's fine, you know. Yeah.
2: Oh Yeah, Yeah, playing it for the first time, it was amazing. But, like, doing it again, like, I've tried. I'm just like, eh. Like, I, I know what's going to happen. Like, I don't, don't want to <laughs> sit through all this.
0: Yeah. Jeez. Um, if if I could go back in time and play it again, Final Fantasy VII, oh. when it came out, oh. was so, so fun.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That was a time.
0: I, I you know, it, we were talking earlier about Halo being uh, kind of the Xbox system seller. Final Fantasy VII moved a lot of PlayStations back in the day. Because oh, yeah. uh, previously they had, they had been on Nintendo consoles, but then it's like, no, we're going to make it disc-based. And Nintendo was like, absolutely not. We're not going to do that. Yeah, uh, There's a whole history there. <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, God, it was such a, just that move to 3D uh, was so mind-blowing. I, I, I don't know if it's my favorite Final Fantasy, but it was so like just earth-shattering at the time. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the other, kind of along those lines too, in terms of the uh, move to 3D, uh, Mario 64. Oh yeah, that's was a great just choice. So oh, got it back good. here. Yeah,
1: yeah. oh yeah, that's right. Course. Maybe that's why I was thinking of
0: it. Uh, but this like the the platforming <laughs> and everything, it was so good. And to to make that move to 3D and to have like make it an all-time great game, I, I just feel like they executed on it so well. It was magical. Totally.
1: I, I used to sit in my local game store and just watch it for like an hour at a time. Like I would just sit there and watch that at track mode. And just be like, yeah. "What is this madness?" And, when and, and that, that
0: sliding down like the, the, yeah. the, you know, the slide sections and the, uh oh, yeah, I, I loved it. That's wild. Um All right, Juice Tan asks, favorite game series that no one else seems to be into, and then in parenthesis, friends or coworkers. Hmm. Yeah, we got it. Like other people, huh? Hmm. Dragon Quest. No one is oh, actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you and Caden
1: are probably homies for. For giant yeah. Quests, right? yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I, I will say, um, <laughs> this one doesn't get played a lot, but in terms of JRPGs, the the Legend of Heroes series, uh, Trails in the Sky and Trails of Cold Steel. I think three just came out. It's it's tough to recommend because you have to cut. It's it's cumulative. You can't just start. You know, with number three, uh, they're not standalones. But man, such a great just fleshed out jrpg where like there's so much dialogue they take forever because it takes so long to translate
2: i think are you talking about the tales games like Mm yeah i think i played was it tales of symphonia on the gamecube
0: oh no 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 i'm that's a different one sorry
2: oh yeah (laughs) totally misheard heard you there Different one. (laughs) i heard jrpg (laughs) and and then i thought i heard tales like oh it's got to be that one (laughs) i forgot there's so many of them
0: right um, but yeah. yeah, those are... Those are
1: For me, I think it's the, the Castlevania Lords of Shadows
0: games. I, the mm. second one was pretty
1: bad, but I really liked that first one, and nobody, nobody liked that game. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I thought it was really cool. I liked the the like combo system, which was like sketches um, uh, of the move sets and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought the music was awesome. Patrick Stewart. I thought that first game was really cool. The second That's one cool. was a little bit harder. But the idea that they 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 brought Castlevania to the modern world and I think they just didn't like execute it, execute on it quite as well. And it was like pretty quick time heavy. So mm. I, I, if they made another one of those, I would play it. But like, I, I also realized that like they're probably not the best
2: games. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. For me, it's, it's kind of tough. Cause like, like I'm a, I'm a diehard resident evil fan. Right. And I know that there, there's a few people at IG who, who really like resident evil. So probably wouldn't be that one. Um, the only I, the only other one i could think of would be like killer instinct or something but for me like killer instinct i'm like super into just from like an aesthetic standpoint like i just like looking at it i suck at the game but i just like looking at it <laughs> that makes yeah, sense that,
1: that is a fun game I, I would play killer instinct with you and me oh holy well, oh, I, I loved killer instinct set
2: that up yeah. oh it was oh, yeah. so
0: good that that yeah. combo that combo system was so fun
2: excellent yeah for me it's, one... it's all about the the soundtrack man that yeah. soundtrack Uh, I can that if if you put me on a uh, deserted island with nothing but a record player and one of my vinyls, it would be uh, killer cuts. (laughs) Um,
0: Max Malavenda writes with the Call of Duty announcement, plus the $70 cross gen price point, along with news about controls, cross cross gen pricing and other cross gen upgrade models. What do you see being the norm? Will the added price cross-gen models get enough bad press that everything shifts to smart delivery. And I think what they're referring to, uh, at least with Call of Duty, uh, I think they said that like uh, the PS Five version would be seventy bucks, but but you get uh, like both for both systems. Um, oh, some I people, see. People have been like, "Wait, does that mean?" Yeah. Or have they kind of sneakily confirmed that games are going to be seventy dollars now? So I think that's w- what uh, Max is asking. There was well. Yeah. well
2: I I remember specifically that th- this might be like a long way of doing what they did when the PS4 came out, but I remember specifically because I worked at GameStop uh, when the the PS4 and the Xbox One released, and there was um, a $10 upgrade fee for a lot of games. Oh, like huh. you would pay 60 bucks for a game, and then you could literally take that PS3 disc, put it into your PS4, and pay $10 through the store or whatever, and then... So you're technically paying seventy dollars. There was um, some
1: of that going on, yeah. But also, yeah, it was related to like used games and stuff too, right? Like if you had a used game and you wanted the full copy with the DLC and everything, yeah, that, yeah. That's just, it, it only yeah, rem- for like, I'm remembering this.
2: Yeah, it only worked for like I think it was like Madden, <laughs> uh, Assassin's Creed, the Call of Duty at the time. It wasn't like it wasn't like you know throughout the entire library. It was like very much just the games of that year.
1: Yeah, there, there was a cheeky exchange between Patrick Klepek and, and Arthur Geis I put in the, or Arthur Geese that I put in our, our Slack the other day, which it's basically the Call of Duty uh, news, like a news platform, a Twitter platform that says, physical standard of PS4 will upgrade to PS5 for $10. Physical standard of Xbox One cannot upgrade to Xbox Series X. Physical standard of PS5 only includes PS5 version. Physical <laughs> standard of Xbox Series X includes Xbox One copy. And Arthur replied, every platform. Gets an exclusive fuck you which is like <laughs> kind of what it is <laughs> <laughs> and Arthur I think is one of yeah. those personalities it's easy to like kind of dogpile on he's usually pretty opinionated but I thought this was a pretty good zinger I mean that yeah. that, that tweet account goes on to say, and for those planning on getting the physical edition for PS4 and Xbox One, do remember, you do not get any of the bonus content. There is no Frank Woods operator bundle. There's no early open data <laughs> access. Those are digital bonuses only. Oh so my god, I uh, hate all these
0: different versions. Yeah. I, I know why it's they so do confusing. Them, but it, Yeah, it, exactly. And they make it so... Uh, and I think it's just... Uh, I, I, yeah, I hate it. I hate it, I hate I, it,
2: I hate it. And to, to Max's question, I, I think if it will give it bad press? Yes, if it's this confusing. I mean, honestly, yeah, if true. if they would have just made it like how like, you know, the aforementioned $10 upgrade fee, if they just made it like that for everything, I mean, I don't expect it to be free cuz obviously, you know, if, if you're getting if you have a game on current gen right let's say you have like a base ps4 chances are it's going to look amazing to you when you upgrade to a ps5 right and that's right. to me is worth 10 bucks and if they just do it like that and just simplify it as much as possible for both consoles like that would just make it super easy no yeah. one would complain no one would be confused like it just makes sense like why, why gotta why gotta Dude. go and, and muddy the waters so much
0: do, do y'all think that, that games are eventually going to go up to 70 bucks? Is that going to be the price? And we should note that in other countries, they're already that much, if not much more. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, this is... Uh, but I, we're sort of talking about U.S. here. But,
1: but also, I, I, like, I see that that posted in the comments a lot. But like, if it goes up for us, it's going up for y'all too. Like, yeah. you don't realize you know, if, if the base true. price <laughs> is yeah. going up, it's going up even higher. So they're not going to be yeah. like, you know
0: what, you guys have paid yeah. more for a while. Now we'll give you a break this time. That yeah, that's not how it works.
1: I think it's possible we'll see seventy dollars games. I think every time. I think Amir, you bring up a good point about that. Like, there was like a close call where they were trying to. Like kind of increase the price of games with with that like weird licensing, like add $10 on the PlayStation Store and you get the upgrade version or whatever. Like it's kind of been around before. I think games probably will eventually increase in price. I don't know if we're going to see it this year or next year. Um, I think what's really stands out about the call of duty stuff is like, they're really going hard against digital. You don't get any of that stuff if if you don't buy digital, right? Like any of the bonus stuff, there's not even really a way to do it. If you get the physical version, they're like, no,
0: we're done making physical copies. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) And so like, I think that is bad press in some ways, but I think the numbers are in, in terms of like, especially for quarter two, when Q2 stuff came in about digital sales, like the numbers are in, it's not going to matter. Like digital sales are doing so well. Yeah they are more than half of like PlayStation's income or something like that, or revenue stream for game sales. So, especially
2: know, right now, because like me, I'm so against like buying things digital, I like having everything physical, but I don't want to go anywhere right now. So, I'm just like, All right, I'll buy, buy this freaking game <laughs> digitally right. just because I have stuck. to. Yeah, you yeah. have to. <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, um, Yeah, I don't, I don't, I feel like it's inevitable at some point they'll go up to 70. I just think, I I don't know how you get around it. The the, the cost (laughs) is so high of making a lot of these games, at least if we're talking about sort of your first party AAA games. I mean, when I was a kid, like in the 80s, they were 50 bucks, you know, so it was, and and sometimes even more than that. I mean, sometimes there were. Uh, you'd have a some, cra- oh, this is a double game or something. Oh, yeah, it's, or import 80 bucks yeah. or, yeah, yeah. yeah. My friend paid
1: over 100 bucks for, like, StarCraft 64 and, like, uh, oh, the import version and the rumble pack and everything. It was, like, costing, like, 120. I didn't know where he Jeez. found that money, but, like, uh but, yeah. It, it, there were pricey games back in the day, but that wasn't yeah. the standard, right? Like It wasn't the
0: standard. Yeah. No, that's right. Um, back then, they didn't
2: have, like, microtransactions and stuff like that. So right. So no. developers can... Make it was really
0: weird you you paid your money and you just got the game it was crazy <laughs> yeah. it was a different it was a different time slow down it was there. as simple Whoa. as it could
2: possibly be
0: <laughs> <laughs> tell us more grandpa yeah. <laughs> yeah. um okay let's end uh with one more quickie from alex Pamal. uh who would win in an inside gaming steel cage match my money's on autumn <laughs>
1: i mean autumn that, is pretty badass uh yeah it, it she could, is
0: a vampire she so. is also
1: a vampire now right i mean i think you just default it's got to go to patrick probably but maybe there i is, was gonna say
2: patrick yeah
1: but maybe there's a sleeper
0: yeah i think yeah. I, patrick's what he's 30s seems like he's in relatively good shape <laughs> was I a butcher in
1: real life yeah
2: yeah I would say yeah. just more based off the fact he's very clearly unhinged. Yes, he, <laughs> he wouldn't hold back. Would
0: just, I feel like uh, yes, he could he could get the angriest, and that's going to yeah. help you in a steel cage. He's yeah. the he's He'd the probably easy rip his shirt
1: I off.
2: Think. Yeah,
1: but yeah. I, I mean, yeah. maybe there is somebody else. I, I mean, Amir, you you it wouldn't surprise me if if you had some <laughs> kind of wicked idea or or twist something that you pulled out in the very end in a twist, shocking cage all match right. event or whatever. There you
2: go, lay us all out. <laughs> yeah
0: some shenanigans. I pull out a, I
2: pull out a gun. <laughs> Just oh, to, totally yeah. totally yeah. dirty. Whoever <laughs> brings the
0: gun wins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as the only gun owner in Inside Gaming, I think I win. <laughs> I
2: think this is about there to get go. way too political that's given our current right. <laughs> yeah.
0: situation.
2: We'll, we'll unlist this podcast. That's okay. right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. All right. Let's end
0: it there. Uh, thanks so much for listening or watching however you partake of this podcast. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.